Hey, all you wonderful, wonderful people out there. Welcome back to the Pack Rats. This is Ian. And this is Frankie. Who is either eating or drinking when we literally are just recording. I'm drinking. I have my, my Mountain Dew. <laughs> Always got to have a Mountain Dew by your side. Got to stay stay energized and fresh. That This is how you stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Got to stay hydrated. Yeah, yours is Mountain Dew. Mine is Pepsi. I usually move the mic away, but I didn't have time. And then you started, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I should have known you were going to start talking, because, like, we hit record. I hit record. I'm the yeah, one who hit record. record. And then you told me to wait a second, and I did. And then <laughs> all you hear is Frankie twisting the cap of a Mountain Dew. I Great. usually leave the cap off. <laughs> but this time. This time I didn't. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> You had a moment of, like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, welcome back, friends, to the Pack Rats. Like I said, I'm Ian. And it's Frankie. And Ian. Yeah. What are we doing today? Well, we have exciting, exciting things. So, you remember, y'all remember a while back when we first did our first, like, podcast episode of us two, when Frankie said that uh, I was going to... Uh, do a show, pick a show, and uh, we're going to talk about it. Y'all remember? Frankie remembers, because he said it. I do remember. Yeah, that was our first episode of, like, the relaunch, which is technically a part two of the thing we recorded in fucking March. <laughs> it's okay. It's our relaunch. We're relaunching ourselves. We're relaunching our brand. We're relaunching the the uh, the show straight straight into hell. <laughs> I, I, I think it was uh, launched from the start. That's true. <laughs> but anywho, uh, so yeah, after uh, weeks of pondering, and by weeks of pondering, I mean forgetting because I have a job <laughs> and yep. I'm trying to make that cash money. Gotta make that bread. Let's get that bread. You know, gotta, gotta get that bread to feed the ducks, you know? <laughs> like... Okay. I, I can feel your stare, Frankie, and I'm not even in the same room with you. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. But uh because um I kind of I kind of forgot, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I forgot to pick a show for a while. But I finally did. He did. And anyone who knows me should have saw it coming. <laughs> a mile yeah. away. <laughs> Three miles away even. <laughs> Hmm. 500 miles, actually. 5,000. Mm-hmm. 500 miles, you know, walk 500 miles. You'd walk 500 more <laughs> away from me. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, you want to this... let them know what we're doing? Yeah, I will. 
so we are going to be starting from the very beginning the episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race. And we are starting from season one, episode one. <laughs> Which, which well, um, before we get into like the in-depth about this more... Uh-huh. You um, want to change the subject real fast. <laughs> I'm going to change the subject real fast. <laughs> but also kind of associated with, with you and things you like. Gay. Gay things, yes. Yeah. We, yes. The Tonys. Frankie finally watched the Tonys. I finally watched the first 40 minutes of the Tonys. Only 40 minutes. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's three fucking hours. Yeah. Not, it's not three hours with commercial... It's only three hours with commercial breaks. Yeah, I left the commercials. I didn't fast forward. Yeah. You know what? I'm proud of you for that. Because there's a lot of people that uh, do that. And you know what? You stick it through. Well, it was only because I was playing my Switch and I didn't... Yeah. I was playing Smash Brothers as I just <laughs> So, uh, the Tonys. So I watched the first 40 minutes, and I have some thoughts. So this is going to be a little recurring segment probably for uh, the next few weeks. On the Tonys? On the, on the show. Okay. Where I give my thoughts about... Things <laughs> that the... you watch. Yeah. <laughs> about the Tonys. Yeah. Before we do the main part of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to say, first off, this is the first thing I sent to you when I told you I was watching the Tonys. <laughs> they do the opening song every time. Except for the Hugh Jackman hosted, where they didn't do a song. Okay, well, Hugh Jackman, he doesn't do a lot of things when he's on Broadway, or in musicals. You mean, yeah. He did a whole segment where he just jumped. There was a part... Listen, I watched a video of this man in Oklahoma, and he just stood in the back, and then he like came forward, sang his lines, and then went back. Well, you know, he he was he was starting Wolverine at that point. That's true. <laughs> he didn't have time for <laughs> Oklahoma. Now that he doesn't have Wolverine anymore, he's like, ooh, Broadway, I'm calling. <laughs> Colin, That's true. <laughs> I need to have a job. <laughs> that, that is true. He needs to make that money. He needs to make that bread. Yeah, but he has, well, he doesn't really need to. He has a lot of bread. But, you know, you know how people are. Once they That's have true. bread, they want more bread. That's very true. So, anyway, um, my first thought of the entire show, and I sent this to you, was who thought James Corden could sing? Because <laughs> he can't. He did well in Into the Woods, but that was also because of auto-tune. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, that's a movie that was edited. This was, as he kept saying in the song, this was live, and it fucking showed with his voice, because he is... Purple karaoke he can sing. Maybe he was just nervous. I think that, that's filmed too, though, so... They can edit that. They can. I don't, I don't know. He doesn't sound good in that, in the Tony's thing, at all. He sounded bad. He, he did, he sounded real bad. I don't think he... I don't think he sounded too bad no he sounded trash okay <laughs> i thought he was trash absolute trash mm-hmm. so so then i'm gonna move on okay the first award they had i think was what supporting actress in a play yeah or feature or is it called featured actress yeah, in actress. a play i need to pull um, up the winners hold on <laughs> okay yeah so featured actress in a play and it was the girl who played 
Scout. Oh, Celia Keenan Bolger. Yeah. Yeah, Scout in um in uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, the play. Oh, I'm so happy that she won. <laughs> now here's the thing. Oh God. Here's, here's my issue. I'm fine that she won. Okay. She comes up though, and they you know they announce like how many times that someone's been. Uh, nominated. Nominated. When she comes up, they go. Her mom used to read to kill a mockingbird to her before mm. she went to bed. I'm like, what the fuck are these little fun facts? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> and then no one else got a fun fact. Yeah. Betty Carvel won the Bertie Carvel. He won the next award. He didn't mm-hmm. get a nice fact. What the hell was that? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to do something cute for her. I don't know. Maybe because like she won an award for like the show that the book that she read, but like you gotta. I guess they didn't want to say this was her fourth Tony nomination and her first win. No, let her, let let people know. <laughs> let people, they let they let people know <laughs> when uh when uh fucking they, Leo won that won that Oscar. Yeah, they did. Like, this is ninetieth nomination and first win, <laughs> first win, everybody. Come on, it was only his 84th. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> For the years that it's been since <laughs> Titanic. It was a Titanic mm-hmm. joke I made. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. So, the next thing I wrote about... Uh, for the best musicals, they do the thing that the Oscars do with best movie. I didn't know this. This is the first time I've actually watched the Tonys through. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, are you talking about best play? No, with Best Musical. Okay. So, you know, in Best Movie for the Oscars, like, they each get their own little segment. And they show a clip of the movie? And they show a clip of the movie. Yeah. For Best Musical, they had, like, the people come out and go, this is Temptations musical, and then they performed a little thing. Yeah. So they did the Temptations. That was the first nominee they showed. Mm. And um, the musical, first of all, Boppin'. Boppin' musical. Yeah, it's doing pretty well. But um, the first song, the singing was really weird in the first song. Like, it felt off. Yeah. And then they got better. I mean, it's ner- I mean, imagine imagine going on that stage of Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, that's true. Like TV. Like, you're going to be fucking nervous. I would, I know. But, like, they go also, like, they're live every night. Get out of here. Yeah, but they only play to, like, 1,400 a night. Get better. That Get good. To how many? I don't know how many are in Radio City, but... Get good. And then you have millions of people watching, you know, around the country. <laughs> I'm going to say it for the third time, Ian. <laughs> Get good. <laughs> Get it good. Got it. I'll remember that when I'm performing on the Tonys. Okay. You should. <laughs> remember that, that simple advice. Get good. All uh, right, you'll, I'll be. I'll quote you in my Tony speech. So then I put. They go to commercial, and uh. then they're like, "Hey, here's the people who won costume awards." So I guess fuck costumes because they did both of those during the goddamn ads. They okay. So, so a lot of the design awards are actually done before the the airing of the show. That's so fucking that, dumb. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. What do you do? Oh shit! Design and. Anything that is not, uh, like, scene design, costume design, lighting design, all yeah, that. These assholes, these assholes gotta sing for 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Christ. 
So all that I, is done like before the main airing of the show. So, like that's the actual, so, that's the so upsetting. I know. But at least they show clips of it. That is true, but like sad, very sad. Yeah. Uh, th- but also, they come back from the first ad break, mm-hmm. and James Corden's mic is immediately not working. Of course. They had a lot of sound issues this year. Good. Love it. <laughs> I love professionalism. I, I think the uh, sound people are still getting their revenge for when they got rid of sound design. As, as an award wow they're just like you fuck off tonys we're gonna screw yeah. you up i mean it's back but they're yeah, still they're still over. getting ready they're still mad <laughs> uh then i have what do, what do we have next oh then they did a fucking skit they did the losing award face skit Oh my god, I hated that. And I was like, that was only funny with Jeff Daniels, and that went on way too long. <laughs> like, Jeff Daniels was the only one who was funny. Oh, I thought the boys in the band were funny. Oh, I really loved Jeff Daniels, because he was just, like, angry that he didn't win. And I'm like, me, yeah, me. Me if I get nominated and don't win. See, I liked Andrew Reynolds, because you can clearly see that he was mouthing fuck. Oh. On live TV. <laughs> That's good, though. That's good, then. I didn't really look at him, to be honest. <laughs> How can you not? He's beautiful. I was looking at Matt Bomer. Uh, he's beautiful as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Birdie Carvel thing. I brought that up, though. Oh, uh, winning. Winning yes. and not getting a nice little fun fact. Sad. No. I mean, it's um, a good thing that he finally won. <laughs> it is. Because he was nominated before for Matilda. Yeah, that's true. They did say that. As Miss Wormwood. <laughs> he played a lady. That is true. Yeah. Uh, then we have... My boy, Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> coming out there to support his wife. Yeah. We need more of that. We He basically Will Smith. We need people supporting their spouses. We do. Mm-hmm. Support your spouses, viewers, s- listeners, all the above. Support your spouses. Yeah, you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And support Just, the arts. Yeah, support your arts. Support your spouses. And support yourselves, you know? Yeah, support yourself. Um, then, uh, okay. So, I need to look up the award okay. first, because I don't remember what it was, Okay. but uh, I thought it was really funny, so You're I watched this. The winner? Yeah, I do have the winner down. Okay, because I, I have the list in front of me. Okay, um, it was fucking shit. What, what award did Elaine May win? That oh, old lady. Leading actress in a play. Okay, <laughs> who were the other nominees? Uh, Annette Benning. Yeah. Laura Donnelly. Mm-hmm. Janet McTeer. Mm-hmm. Lori Metcalf. Yeah. Heidi Shrek. Okay. I think it was Heidi, but they announced Heidi's name and everyone started cheering. Oh, yeah. It was like the final one. I forget who the final one was, but I think it was yeah, Heidi. It was her. Yeah. So they say Heidi's name and the entire fucking theater just like goes nuts for this girl. And oh, then yeah. they go. 
the winner, Elaine May, and everyone just shut up. It's like, oh. <laughs> and I, I feel like the crowd there did not want Elaine May to win that award. I, from what I hear, well, because Heidi was also the writer of the play that she was starring in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. She, it, she was also a finalist for the Pulitzer. Okay. So, and apparently, like, it was a deeply personal play. And yeah, what the Constitution means to me. Yeah. It's really good, apparently. I, I would definitely see it, but, like, yeah. people. Really I would love to see win. it, yeah. But no, Elaine May won. She had a really weird, like, speech. I didn't listen to her speech. But, yeah. uh... But I was like, oh my god, these people did not want her to win. Oh no. Oh no. Because, <laughs> <laughs> damn, they said her name, and, like, the cheering... The cheering just... Stopped. <laughs> like, yeah. immediately. Yeah. I was like, oh no, stop. Abort, abort. <laughs> Give me a award. Give me more to Heidi. <laughs> but they were like, nope. Nope. Um, and then the final note. Okay. Which, this isn't a lot of notes for 40 minutes into the show, but alright. <laughs> uh, I put, I couldn't have cared less about the Tootsie stuff. Show the costume awards, you cowards. Get Tootsie off the stage. Oh, when they performed? Yeah, I was bored. <sighs> I, I have conflicting bored. feelings about Tootsie. Yeah? Yeah. I was super bored with it. it yeah, I agree. Maybe if I saw the show, I probably won't want to see the show. I didn't like any, like, none of the music got my attention. Yeah. Like, the Temptations music, I know, isn't, like, original. It's the mm -hmm. Temptations songs, but I was, like, bopping along to that, and then... Yeah. Uh, Tootsie came in, and I'm like, alright, and then they started singing, I'm like, oh, that's what you're gonna do? Okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was not a good performance by Tootsie. <laughs> nope. Mm. It was not good. No, although that reveal into when uh, Santino Fontana goes into Dorothy Michaels was pretty good. I gotta say I, that. I, I guess so. I wasn't really paying attention at that point. Yeah, you. It was so boring. <laughs> I was like, show the show the fucking costume award. Costume you awards, cowards. you cowards! <laughs> show the tech awards, you cowards! <laughs> then right. be like five hours long. No, get rid of the fucking performances. No, the performances are great. Have them perform while they're presenting the awards. No. Yes, I want the tech awards. I would Cowards. love to. I Cowards. Mean, I, I wish the show could be super fucking long, but you know. Alright. Let's, let's move on to the main portion of the show. What everyone clicked on this show to, to hear about. This is the main event. Are you ready? Ian, <laughs> present to us. Drag race. We're talking about. All right, so we are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race and a little, a little backstory on the show. Oh my god, we're gonna get the fucking lore. Yeah, we're gonna get drag the race lore. Yeah, we are. I came prepared. I got I'm notes, Frankie. I'm ready. Give it to me. 
All right. So let's start off with RuPaul. You know who RuPaul is, right? Everybody knows who RuPaul is. I do know uh, who RuPaul is. But you don't know RuPaul in the 90s. I do know RuPaul in the 90s. They were on some sitcoms. Yeah, they were on some sitcoms where they appeared. I don't really know much more than that. So RuPaul was like a big, like monumental thing in the 90s. It all started with uh, her first hit, uh, Supermodel, You Better Work. Is that a song? Yeah. It was the lip sync song, Frankie. Yeah, okay, we're going to get to that in a a minute. (laughs) But that was a a humongous hit for RuPaul. And then, not to mention, uh, a huge hit on the dance floor, like uh, on the Billboard for dance and then had a hit dance album in the 90s uh rupaul was also the first drag queen to ever be a spokesperson for a cosmetics line for mac cosmetics okay uh rupaul also had uh her own tv show her own talk show on vh1 in the 90s okay which was moderately successful it ran for like eight years all right yeah and then Obviously, you know, you know, you know, Ru from like the TV appearances and stuff. Mm-hmm. RuPaul was on like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sure was. Sure was. <laughs> RuPaul was also in a lot of movies in the 90s that also solidified her career. She was in Chu Wang Fu with Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and John Leguizamo, which that's a drag queen movie. Okay. With Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and John Leguizamo in drag. Let's it's go. Re- it's really good. Is that- Funny. <laughs> All and right. Then, uh, RuPaul was also in the 90s Brady Bunch movies. Sure fucking was. <laughs> As the guidance counselor. Oh, the man. RuPaul sure was in, that, in, those, in, those, in those movies. <laughs> those movies sure were made. Mm-hmm. But yeah, RuPaul was humongous in the 90s. Like... You was also at the MTV VMAs with Kurt Cobain. Yeah, back when those awards mattered. Yeah. Like, big, big, big. And then in the 2000s, Rue saw a little dip in popularity. Uh, Rue sort of hit away because of the Bush administration. So she sort of, like, laid back for a while, and she went to actually radio. Okay. Yeah, she uh, hosted uh, radio shows and... It's why it's what led to her podcast today. But anywho, uh, in early 2008, uh, RuPaul, Logo, and Wow, Wow Presents, which is an com- uh, entertainment company for, uh, for the gays. You know, they create a lot of uh, LGBT plus shows. Uh, They're most known for a movie called Party Monster, which is about the uh, club kids in the 90s in New York City. And it's right. hard. And it started. Get ready for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't ready. I'm, Mac- I'm ready. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin and Seth Green as drag queens. I love Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> How dare you say I wasn't ready for? I'm always ready for Macaulay Culkin. I didn't know if you were ready for Macaulay Culkin as a drag queen as a club kid. <laughs> I I am ready for that. I love Macaulay Culkin. Think of it as. Nina Flowers and Angina provide like combined, but a little more fucked up. Wait, who's Nina Flowers and Angina? Yeah, I think okay. of like aesthetics, but like all right. More okay. Fucked. Well, we have things to say about those two. 
But anywho, so in 2008, RuPaul, Wow, and Logo uh, came up with a reality competition show for drag queens, and they began searching around the country for drag queens. Uh, The original idea for the show was that a drag queen and her assistant would come in and compete for the title of America's Next Drag Superstar. So it was Together? Yeah, it would be an assistant who would help with their makeup, their costumes, basically everything. That got scrapped due to budgetary reasons. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Because uh, season one was basically created on a buffalo nickel. (laughs) We we can tell. (laughs) So it was just... The it was so it just got scrapped to the nine queens. Uh, mm-hmm. Many queens, especially in the LA area, were asked or or were asked to come in or asked to send in an audition tape. And then there were uh, calls for drag queens all around the country to send in audition tapes. All right, uh, thousands of queens auditioned, but only nine were chosen for the first season. That's true. There are only nine of these these people uh, filming. Uh, occurred in the summer of 2008 and the first season premiered on February 2nd 2009 however for some reason for reasons that I will disclose not this episode but a future episode oh all right the season did not air again until 2015 when it was brought back it was sort of known as the lost season which is what we're watching Yes. So the one that we're watching is technically the lost season where uh, Rue gives some commentary about Ooh, this. We're going we're gonna to talk about this commentary. <laughs> so Rue gives commentary on the first season. I think I would love, I would love to tell you this right now off the bat. Yeah. Commentary is stretching it. Yeah, no, it's definitely stretching it. I we're hate gi- it. But we're I, giving commentary. Yeah. RuPaul is making noises. That's what Ru does. <laughs> it's what the gays do, Frankie. Let us make our noises. I know, but like, <laughs> um, I'll let I'll tell you now, Frankie. This next episode I, will be the reason why it will not air again, and that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. It's. <laughs> oh my god. I'm ready. I want someone to be murdered. Oh, no, no, no. It's not anything really bad like that. <laughs> oh, that's upsetting. You hyped I, it up. I know. But, uh, so yeah, the season really didn't air on TV for the longest time. And uh, while other seasons of the show, you know, aired and kept rerunning, this season never did until 2015 when they were like, all right, let's do this. Let's do the lost season revealed or revisited. Was it revisited? Yeah, it was uh, revealed. Okay, revealed. That was dumb. Hated that. And because of this, they now do uh, other seasons revealed. Oh, please stop. Please don't. Uh, they've done season four, seasons five, and seasons nine so far. Oh, don't oh, do any more. Nine. Don't do any more, Ru. <laughs> don't, rev- don't reveal anything else to me because you're bad at it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's uh, definitely a lot better in later seasons because they give yeah. actual information <laughs> okay Maybe yeah. that'll be a little better then and i will say as the episodes progress they do more info than just okay. then just rue going Aah! yep okay uh but yeah the show premiered february 2nd 2009 so this year is the 10th anniversary 
bets. Ooh, okay. Okay. And 2018, season 10 was the 10th mm-hmm. anniversary of when they filmed season one. Okay. Yeah. Celebrations. Yeah. So we are, and we are on, we just finished season 11 of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, the series has had 11 regular seasons and four all-star seasons. Oh my God. That's too many all-star seasons. Well, <laughs> in comparison, currently right now they are filming all-stars five. They gotta stop that. That's too many. They're going to run out of all-stars. And season 12 is filming later this summer. It's too many all-stars. Uh, Drag Race. They're going to run out of all-stars. <laughs> they are. They really are kind of running out of all-stars. I'm not going to lie. Uh, all-stars 4, they actually brought back queens from past all-stars. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the show has definitely expanded around the world. It plays in a lo- many countries around the world and now uh there are many different spin-offs of the series in different countries there is the switch which is brazil's version of drag race okay uh drag race thailand began in 2018 all right drag race thailand is on its second season and will be filming season three and then uh drag race uk just filmed Okay, the so first the U- season. Yeah, so the UK will be getting it later this year or the beginning of 2020. Probably 2020. BBC. Probably 2020. I actually think it's going to be this fall. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, it's rumored to be this fall because they filmed the spring. Oh, okay. And it was actually pretty similar to the amount of contestants uh, that, have, that were on this season. There were like 10 of them for Drag Race UK. So. Oh. Yeah, that's a good number. That's better than nine. Nine's such a weird number. Yeah, nine is a weird number. Uh, as of today, there have been over a hundred and fifty queens who have competed on the show. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, season one has the least amount of contestants to compete on the series, mm-hmm. and season eleven with nine, and then season eleven, which just aired, has the most contestants with fifteen. Mm-hmm. So they have. Uh-huh. Definitely expanded over the ser- over the series. Uh, also, the series has won numerous Emmys in the last few years for uh, Outstanding Reality Show, and RuPaul has won two Emmys so far for Best Reality TV Show Host. Okay. So, also, it won for uh, last season for uh, Best um, Makeup and Hair for a TV show. So now Drag Race has become a worldwide phenomenon, an award-winning show. Wait, wait, wait. I, got, I got a question right now. Yeah. For the, for the best makeup and hair? Yeah. How? It was a recent season. It wasn't this season. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not even that. Not even that. Uh-huh. The queens all do their own makeup and hair. Oh, no. It was for RuPaul. RuPaul does not do her own makeup or hair anymore. That's one. That's that. Okay. I don't know. That's one person. Well, because RuPaul is the host, like... Yeah, 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 I get that. But, like, that's one... They did makeup and hair for one person. Look at all these other shows. They gotta do makeup and hair for more people. Well, you know. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna fight that award. <laughs> it, it's, I'm gonna fight the Tony. Big. I'm gonna fight this award. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a worldwide phenomenon. Uh, there are so many uh, different tours that host Queen from all seasons... Uh, RuPaul's DragCon began in 2015. It is a convention for drag. Mm-hmm. 
It's the only drag convention in the world. There are two. There, well, actually, no, not anymore. Uh, there's DragCon LA, DragCon New York, and then there's a UK drag con- convention and an Australian drag convention. Okay. Yeah. So drag is taking over the world. It's it is mainstream. And it started with this season. Yeah, it all started because of this season. And man, based on this first episode, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> Listen, season one. So, okay. The thing about season one, Drag Race really did not start like. The pedal to the metal wasn't really pushed until season four. Okay. Season. So we got three seasons of crap to dig through. Well, it's not that it's three seasons of crap. It's season one was def- season one is definitely like the low budget one because it was the first. Seasons two and three are very very they up their game. They have a different workroom. They have a different main stage. It, it, a bigger budget. Like they're not filming in a garage. No, they're not filming in a garage. <laughs> Um, but yeah uh, seasons one through three was when drag race was a more niche show because of logo yeah that's true not many people get that channel Mm -hmm. and because you know it was it was a gay show you know a lot yeah a lot of people did not come around for the longest time a good point to start our little look at the episode yes let's go Okay. So we start with uh, we the opening is we see some backstory to Rue. Yeah, and, and I have my first note here. Yeah, wait for the backstory. RuPaul says I'm the original supermodel. I disagree. <laughs> I I think there were some before you, at least one before you. Who? Uh, anyone from the '80s? I mean, yeah. Any model that was a supermodel from the '80s. Come on, Rue. Rue, you can't be out here making these ridiculous came- claims. What are you doing? I mean, the term supermodel didn't happen until the 90s, though. First supermodel. Look it up. Gia <laughs> Car- 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 Okay. Is who I get. <laughs> that's, who, that's who pops up. Okay. She coined the term. Oh, no, it's Janice Dickinson. She coined the term in 1979. Fucking Janice Dickinson. I can't. And said she was a supermodel. <laughs> she was the first drag supermodel. Okay, yeah, but she didn't say that. Well, no. She literally just popped up and said, I'm the first supermodel. I'm like, I disagree. <laughs> you are lying to the audience. A liar, Rue. Start, start li- starting off with a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,. So we see that, and then we see clips of what the season is going to, what's going to unfold. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is also when we find out that this is a, this is the lost season. Yeah. And I put, OMG, we're watching a special version with uh, RuPaul commentary. Mm-hmm. And then they show the clips of the, of the scene, of the season, right? You said? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I put... Immediately, one of the drag queens says, I have to put my balls behind my body. Yep. (laughs) And in this little segment, Rouge just pops up and starts making dolphin noises. Yep. (laughs) Rue is adding nothing so far. (laughs) Well, okay. So, that, those clips, 
Mm-hmm. They stopped doing those clips after season six. The clips of Rue or the clips no. of the what's happening in the season? Yeah. Okay. Because, so, as uh, Drag Race has gotten bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. the fans have gotten uh, <laughs> a little more crazier. Mm-hmm. And so, the fans uh, like to go out and search for who's yeah. So, because when you are filming RuPaul's Drag Race, you cannot be on social media. They yeah, that's take, yeah. They take your phones, they take computers, you are not allowed any communication outside with the outside world, and you are sequestered in a hotel. Ooh, and all right. You are not allowed to leave. They tape the door shut, like duct tape. Mm-hmm. To make sure that, yeah, nobody escapes. And later on in seasons, I'll tell you why. But uh, Oh my god, are people escaping? Yes! <laughs> but, um, so, because of people, uh, you know, being a little crazy and being... They, they call themselves Nancy Drews, you know, after mm-hmm. the character Nancy Drew. Which, when we get to season three, that's where they get the name from. Okay. But they call themselves the Nancy Drews, and they literally look on Queen's social medias to see if they're posting or see the last time they post, and that's how they figure out who's on the season. Okay. Mm-hmm. And because of, like, these little clips, mm-hmm. really pay attention, you'll see different outfits, and if you track different outfits, you can actually track how far Queen gets into a season. I would never be able to do that. I would never either. I don't do it either. But Where's the time? Stop. Calm down, everyone. The Nancy Dreams do. No, stop that. <laughs> but yeah, so they don't do that anymore to keep a little, you know, suspense. So they don't guess, you know. That's good, I guess. Yeah. But they're basically just telling it how it is for this season. They're like, eh. Mm-hmm. I don't think they knew what they were getting themselves no, into. They obviously don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So, but yeah, we see uh, clips of uh, the season. We see clips of some lip syncs, some future lip syncs. He's out of drag. And of course, you know, some drama. You can't have a room of bitchy gay men in, in one room without there being drama. That's true. <laughs> so, and then we go to the opening credits with the theme song. And, and this is where they said, this is the last season. I was like, oh, yep. all right, lost. Okay. And those credits have not changed at all since the first season. Good. They, Great. It will, you will see these credits every season. Innovation. And when we get into literally the first shot after the credits, if you haven't noticed already, the filter over the lens. Oh my god, I didn't notice that. What the fuck? <laughs> so, a lot of people say it was, make, it was to make real look, you know, softer and more feminine-like and... Mm-hmm. Not old, but in all honesty, uh, that's just fake. Uh, it was literally just for aesthetic reasons. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is the only season where the, that filter is on. <sighs> Alright. <laughs> the, later seasons, there's no filter at all. <laughs> so you're just going to have to deal with it for these episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we see the workroom for the first time. Like I said, it does not look like that anymore. <laughs> That's good. It, it's so much bigger and more spruced up. 
but this was the old workroom, mm-hmm. you know, just like a little, you know, area and stuff. And this is where, for the most part, the queens are during the season, you know. Okay. This is where they do their makeup. This is where they make their outfits. This is where, you know, everything else happens. All right. It's either here or the main stage. And then, like, other possible other places, but for, like, a good little bit to do challenges. Okay. So, after we see the workroom, we get the entrances of the queens. <laughs> and the mm-hmm. first queen to walk in is Chanel. All right. So, as we do this... Mm-hmm. I have reactions to all of the queens. Great. I, I'm going to talk about each and every one of them. So, In detail? Damn right I am. Ian, we're already an hour. We're already 40 minutes in. Well. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey, our wrestling video is long. All right. Um, <laughs> you did this with the wrestling video. I can do this with Drag Race. That is true. But I don't want a two-hour episode, boy. It's not going to be two hours. All right. Calm, calm your ass down. Um, I put I like Chanel. Mm-hmm. That's all I have. Yeah, Chanel comes in ass out, looking like the showgirl she is. Uh, I always found it hilarious in the first season that they say their boy names. Now they just don't anymore. <laughs> I couldn't tell who they were when they were out of drag, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, that's part of the transformation. <laughs> You'll get used to it, though. And she calls okay. herself... The Barbara Streisand of drag because she's a bitch and she's anal retentive. She does. Mm-hmm. And you will definitely see. I have a feeling you are going to get annoyed by Chanel as the season progresses. Okay. So far, I still like Chanel. That's good. That's good. Next up in the room is Nina Flowers from Denver. Um. Okay. I put. I don't like Nina Flowers. You don't like uh, non-fishy drag, Frankie. <laughs> That's yeah, but um, the, also also she says I start my makeup at five a.m. and getting up at five a.m. that's too early to start anything in your life. Well, the only reason she started at five a.m. is because they shot this like at nine. <laughs> then I'm up at eight eight thirty. We'll we'll move on because there's someone else. There's someone on this show. Hmm. <laughs> But Nina comes in looking gorgeous and androgynous as ever. She comments on how fierce Chanel is. You know, she's she's definitely a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Then next is Rebecca Glasscock from Fort Lauderdale, 26. Looking like she came out of the fucking mall in jeans and a long t-shirt that she obviously cut up. Yeah, I thought I like Rebecca. She looks like, uh, like an Italian mom. <laughs> From Jersey. She does, she looks like one of the um, Jersey Shore. Yeah, she looks like an Italian mom from Jersey. <laughs> I will say, she is fucking gorgeous out of drag. I forgot how good Rebecca looks out of drag. Like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah. Alright, calm down. Yeah, and she comes in carrying a purse and she's all nervous and stuff. <laughs> she is super nervous. Yeah. And then next, we have Angina. Alright. From L.A., uh, her real name, her middle name is Ong, and God didn't bless her with a certain Ina, so she put it together for Ong Jaina. How, how old is Ong Jaina? Twenty six. Twenty six. All right. At this time. At this time I want to mention. I want to mention how I said someone. Someone got up at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. It's Ong Jaina. <laughs> look, look. I may not like Nina. Nina <laughs> might be weird to me, but she put in some fucking effort. Yeah. Ong Jaina showed up with a bow on her goddamn head and goes, "I'm done." I'm like, "What is this?" 
She has makeup on, and her makeup does get better throughout the does season. Does she? Does she have makeup on? Yeah. Is it just corrective? Probably. Because it doesn't look like she has makeup on. Well, okay. Angina is definitely more of the gender fuck type of drag than, say, like, what we think of drag. You know what I mean? The what? Gender fuck. Gender fuck. Yeah. Do you want to explain that term? It's basically giving a fuck you to gender, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not a man, not a woman, somewhere in between. I feel feel like Nina is doing that same thing, Mm -hmm. but putting in effort. (laughs) Well, Angina had only been doing drag for like a year, a year and a half at that time, too. So she's still like... This is the big leagues. (laughs) Put in some effort. Hey, but she got on the show. How? I want to know. <laughs> she sent an audition tape and she was asked to do it, so. In- insider trading, right here. <laughs> uh, Angina says that she is very competitive and ready to send these bitches home. Mm, we'll, get, we'll get more of my thoughts about Angina. <laughs> Next up is Victoria Porkchop Parker, 39, from Raleigh, North Carolina. She is the oldest queen this season. She is? I put I like pork chop. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she says that she's been doing drag for 21 years at this point. Mm-hmm. N- now it's like 32 she's been doing drag. Yeah. And yeah. she says that because of her experience, she has an advantage over the competition. <laughs> Yikes. Big oof. Which for some queens, like in future seasons, yeah, it's definitely an advantage. But it's all about, you know can you handle the fast pace of the show? You know? Mm. Victoria. Yeah, we, I like pork chop. I put pork chop all the time because I didn't oh, actually hear their first name. How's her pork chop? Good. Nobody like pork chop. Her Victoria Parker or whatever. All right. Okay. Yeah. Hey, pork chop. <laughs> all right, let's go to the next one. And next up is Akasha. 20- all right, here we go. And- Week one, right? Yep. Episode one. I put it down. My pick is Akasha. What's up? I'm going with it. Yeah, I want Akasha to win. Not that I predict Akasha's going to win. I want Akasha to win. Why? Uh, Well, first I was like, oh, good effort. Like, really good drag. Well, she walks in looking like... She she says that she would be a stripper or a slut with lots of children. Yeah, that was funny. That was... Like, she came in, I was like, oh, that's good effort. And then she said that, and I was like, oh, you're fucking funny then, right? (laughs) Akasha is crazy, rambunctious, and she's definitely the shady one of the season. Good. I'm glad I picked the shady one. <laughs> and then it's ne- like whenever I have to say, whenever I watch a reality show, I pick like two people that I want to win, like a number one and then a, a backup. Yeah. So we'll get to my backup. I think I wrote down who my backup is. Okay. So Akasha's your number one. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have <laughs> Tammy Brown, 28 from LA. All right. Icon. An fucking icon. I Abs- love Tammy Brown. Absolutely don't like Tammy Brown. I, with an I-E. I th- remember the one queen that I told you that I knew you would not like? Yeah. Tammy was it. <laughs> uh, I don't know who it is. I think it's Akasha or Rebecca. Says, Tammy's creepy. And I yeah, wrote, Rebecca. I agree. She is creepy. Tammy marches to the beat of her own drum <laughs> i figured out what was creepy about her later on so we'll get to that <laughs> like tammy does not march to the beat of anybody else's drum but her own like 
you'll 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 definitely see all right uh next up is jade from chicago 24 uh jade's my backup my second pick yeah also hot as fuck out of drag oh my god (sighs) anytime they were out of drag i didn't really pay attention to them i'm gonna be honest yeah I mean, I pay attention. I like seeing the transfer. I like like noticing the transformation and like seeing mm. how queens transform. See, the transformation know. is pretty cool, I guess, because I think I think Rebecca does a great job of like looking completely different, mm-hmm. and that's a re- one of the reasons I don't like Angina because if I saw Angina on the street, I would know it was them. Yeah. <laughs> Jade is the dancer and performer as the season. Uh, she says you can never find anybody with more balls than she does. Yeah, Jade's my Jade's my backup pick. I'm a big. I also, I also found it really funny that a lot of the girls were carrying fucking purses. They <laughs> like, were woman. I love it. They don't do it anymore. <laughs> oh, that's sad. And then finally, last to come in, Bibi Zahara Benet from Minneapolis. I, I didn't write from Cameroon, Africa. I didn't write uh, my opinion of of BB. Mm-hmm. I did put though that when she walks in, BB looks like Nene Leaks. <laughs> I just want to point that out to everybody. <laughs> looks exactly like Nene Leaks. He does. Uh, BB says that she has an international influence, and she thinks that's going to carry her through the competition. She she's from West Africa, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Cameroon. <laughs> And yeah, she, she says specifically, yeah. All right. She's incredibly confident. So yeah. she might be one to watch out for. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so all the girls enter and we get our first message, video message from Rue. Uh, the one thing that I definitely put down is you have to be more enterprising than Trump. That has not aged well. <laughs> no, it didn't age well. I noticed that. But you know what was weird about this whole thing for me? Uh-huh. Is that we get a video message from RuPaul <laughs> in drag. Uh-huh. And then RuPaul just walks out. I'm like, what the fuck was that? What's that about then? Oh, Frankie, get used to it. It happens every either, either do it all in the video or do it all in person. What the fuck are you wasting everyone's time for, well, Ru? Well, the video is to give, like, a little, like, you know, like, keep the girls on their toes and have them guess what the challenge could be. I want the video to be, like, if it's going to keep them on their toes. I want Ru to come out and go, so you want to play a game? <laughs> and, then, and then she walks out. You know, I'm waiting for the day that she actually does that. You know, it's eleven season twelve. You, you got to do it, Rue. Season ninety two when everyone's forgotten about Saw. <laughs> um, also, this uh, video message is the really the only time that she'll do a car car references <laughs> in the season. <laughs> she will never make any other car references. God, I freaking hate that motif. Like, I know a drag race is a thing with cars. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, if you're going to call a reality competition about drag queens, like, a competition like that, the, mm-hmm. the, the obvious choice is drag race. Like, yeah. Like, what else would you call it? So, like... Yeah, but then they have, like, this whole car motif, and I'm like, oh my god, stop. <laughs> and then I always love how uh, America's next breakthrough drag superstar, the long-ass title for the winner. <laughs> oh my god, I wouldn't want that title, it's too long. <laughs> And even Rue, like, future Rue is like, what the fuck did I say? Imagine putting that on a poster. Like, you win, and then you, like, gotta do shows afterwards. So you, like, promote yourself. I'm America's next... I don't even remember what it was, to be right. honest. I didn't write it down. Superstar. 
Next, I'm America's next drag breakthrough or breakthrough Break, drag. Drag superstar. Next breakthrough drag superstar. And then, like, the person goes, you're out of room with the poster. I'm so sorry. We can't put any other words here. <laughs> it's really only breakthrough. That's the word. <laughs> that's, like, makes it too long. They got rid of that. So now it's Thank just America's God. next drag superstar. That's, a, that's way better. Yeah. So RuPaul enters the room. In and- a killer suit. Oh, yeah. RuPaul's suits are amazing. Good suit. Good suit. And she, Rue individually meets the girls, like goes up to each girl, shakes her hand, you know. Yeah. That stuff. The girls are starstruck and talk about her importance. Mm-hmm. And then Rue talks about the prizes for this season. Yeah. And then she also mentions that they all came there mm-hmm. on Southwest. I thought it was Delta. No, she says... She literally says, you've all come here thanks to Southwest. And I was like, is Southwest a sponsor? What's happening here? Yeah, probably. A lot of the, a lot of, and a lot of the prizes, too, are, were probably all sponsors of the show. Yeah, I assume the prizes were. That makes more sense. But I wasn't expecting the, the Southwest Airlines fucking plug. Yeah. So the prizes of Drag Race this season was a paper magazine spread, a portrait by Greg Gorman, uh, a spread for LA Iwerks, headlined the absolute... Uh, vodka tour across the U.S., a lifetime supply of Mac cosmetics, and twenty thousand dollars. I'm I'm all about that money. Mm-hmm. Although <laughs> future seasons, it would go up and up. It's now at a hundred thousand dollars. That's good though. The winner, yeah. So then, photographer Mike Ruiz enters. He's photographed Dolly Parton and Beyonce, and he's also fucking hot as hell. <laughs> All right, yeah. You know me. I'm thir- I'm always thirsting over I the know. And I, I, I wrote down when he says, gorgeous, for all the ladies. Because <laughs> I just found it funny. <laughs> the way that he says gorgeous just made me die. <laughs> like he didn't mean it. <laughs> he, was, he was you. He was you looking at Tammy Brown. <laughs> yeah. You're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then we go into our first... Technically, mini challenge. Yeah, but they never say it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. They just say, "Hey, y'all are taking photos," and then they like spring it on them at the end. It was a challenge, bitches! Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. So the photo shoot challenge is getting sprayed down by hoses from the pit crew on a car. The uh, so those uh, hot guys they are known as the pit crew on the show, and they appear quite frequently on Drag Race. Yeah, I assumed. Shirtless um, so and in their underwear. That's it. I don't have a I don't have a lot of notes about this because it was utterly boring to me. Uh, I have a few. Mm-hmm. Um, Tammy is so creepy looking, and I figured out <laughs> why here. It's the overly large forehead. Yeah, her she's got a forehead almost Peyton Manning size. She has a seven head. She does. Um. Then I put what I think it's because of the wig. In all honesty. Okay, yeah, we get to I'll get to that later, but during like the the, the, the fucking runway. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't look as bad and it's the wig. Don't yeah, wear that wig. wig. Don't wear that wig anymore. Well wigs weren't like that easy to get for drag queens back in the day. Now they're like everywhere. Like you can get a nice wig for like wear the wear the second wig though every time because you wearing that first wig makes you <laughs> frighten everybody in a room. Tammy is definitely more funny than sexy. Chanel is sex, sex, sex. Porkchop is just distracted by the men. <laughs> yeah. 
that was you. That'd be you. Yeah, that would be me. No, I'd actually more be Nina. I'd I'd do the challenge. I put Akashi as a child. <laughs> I don't remember what that's in reference to. I don't There's know if she was pissed about being wet. Oh my god, yeah, Kasha was so mad about being wet. <laughs> she says, my vagina got wet. <laughs> yeah, I put Akash as a child. Okay. Uh, Angina has fun with it. BB's shy. Oh, did Angina have fun with it? Because I put again, I put Angina again, disappointing. <laughs> Angina's really good at photo shoots. Is she? Yeah. She looked like she had no, no fun. I'm going to have to show you Angina now. You'll be surprised. <laughs> Will I? Yeah, she's definitely grown. Okay. Uh, BB is very shy. She doesn't like that she's getting wet. B- Jade. BB got, but B- okay, BB got murdered by that water. Oh, yeah. Like, it, like everyone else looked like they got wet, <laughs> and then BB looked like someone tried to fucking drown her. <laughs> <laughs> the pit crew were saying, go back to Cameroon. <laughs> Really, they're being fucking awful. They look like they were trying to murder this girl. Jade is giving J-Lo realness. I don't know what that means. Being Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, how does... How? How is she being Jennifer Lopez? Just the essence. Okay. Ah, straight, man. (laughs) Rebecca literally looks like she's trying to be a porn star. Yeah. I have no other notes beyond uh, the baby almost being murdered by two (laughs) shirtless men. In their underwear. Yeah. In between this photo shoot, we get some of the girls getting on a drag. Akasha's fake tits flowing at the wind. Uh, yeah. Also, Akasha loves attention. Phenomenal, phenomenal job for Nina. Like, I have to give credit covering all those fucking tattoos. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why she wears, like, all those long sleeved outfits. Yeah, but, like, even, like, she has it with makeup, too. Like, she has oh, a lot yeah. of tattoos. They have a lot of tattoos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca talks about meeting people out of drag. Uh, Akasha and Porkchop are both surprised by Nina as well. With all uh, the tattoos. Yeah, Porkchop is not a fan of Akasha <laughs> because of how much she is. Uh, Akasha talks about Tammy's large eyebrows and being a lesbian with Jade, and then she accuses Rebecca of having work done on her lips. <laughs> oh my god, Rebecca's 100% had work done. Everyone knows Rebecca's had work done on the show, apparently. Really? No, I mean, they can be natural. She's Puerto Rican. I know, but, like, also, all the judges at the end were, like, talking about her nose, too. Well, that's because of the way she uh, did her makeup and contoured her nose. Okay, because, well, like, the one judge was going, I know I know when a nose has had work done. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and then we get our main challenge, drag on a dime. I like this challenge. Yeah, so the challenge That's is... a good idea. Yeah, you have to use hand-me-downs and dollar store crap to make a new outfit mm-hmm. fitting their style. They can use their shoes and their own undergarments, but everything else must be dollar store. Mm-hmm. Uh, the judging is based on both their outfit and their photo, and they have to show off their charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. All right, yeah, that's a lot of fucking categories coming out there, but... uh, uh Hey, Frankie... Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Look at the... Yeah, I know I know what it is. It spells cunt. I know. I, <laughs> RuPaul, RuPaul made sure everyone fucking knew how clever <laughs> she fucking was. We all get it, Ru. You can, you can spell out the letters for the word cunt. We get it. <laughs> and uh, charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent will uh, be a staple of Drag Race for every season. Mm-hmm. I assumed. Um, uh, I... They start the challenge, right? Yeah, Rebecca is and, terrified. 
Chanel is pissed. <laughs> well, first, first of all, I love the fucking fight. Oh yeah, that they have <laughs> for the fucking materials. I was like, oh my god, they just yeah. all ran. I I thought people were gonna start throwing elbows. Oh <laughs> uh, wait till season. So you two. have? Oh wait till season two, man. You have all their. You have all their um reactions here. Mm-hmm. What was on Gina's reaction? Do you know? To to the, the challenge or something? Yeah. Angina really didn't have a reaction. Okay, there's got to be something, because there's a moment in between the fight for materials and when Rue comes in. Uh-huh. Do you know anything from that? Oh, she says about pork chop experiences and get you where you want to be. Yeah, I put, I put, well, not knowing, hindsight is twenty twenty, but I put, Angina, sh- shut up, you're bad. <laughs> I, just, I just want Angina to know how much I, I detest what she's doing this season. <laughs> I want her to be sure to know. She'll fucking destroy you. She's <laughs> don't fuck with Angina. Come at me. You you live your life and you disappoint. Uh, Rebecca is terrified of this challenge. Chanel has twenty five thousand dollars in costumes, but she has to make something out of shit. Yeah, Chanel's <laughs> <Should> pissed. <laughs> Pork chop can't sew. Rebecca, yeah, what the like, fuck? The shit there. Okay, Rue comes in, right? Well, first Porkchop talks about how she got shot at. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that comes out of nowhere. Well, usually, like on reality shows, you know, you have producers. Okay, yeah, that's went on. So so Porkchop starts talking about being shot at. Yeah, and then that's... She started that's, in 1987. Yeah, and then that's when on Gina, or that's when on Gina says of stuff about experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god. This person just told you about being shot at. And you're like, well, you're old. I'm like, shut up, Angina. You're the worst. Well, okay. So here's a little tidbit about those, uh, you know, those talking segments. Yeah, I know. They're like edited in. Well, not only that, but also they're shot at the end of a long ass day. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I still don't like Angina, you know? I, and then Rue comes in and does a walkthrough. Akasha likes to show yeah. her body. Rue comes for Akasha. Yeah. Real hard. Mm-hmm. And then just obliterates Rebecca and yeah, just we- goes, you're not creative, and leaves. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> She's like, Rebecca, what the fuck? <laughs> I need you to, you know, be creative. <laughs> I know. She goes, you're you're bad. <laughs> I like for uh, Porkchop, uh, the Bette Midler luau. <laughs> I like how she described her outfit. <laughs> yeah. And then Rue ends with her famous saying, don't fuck it up. And Porkchop is very worried about Akasha and Rebecca. They, they are very nervous. Mm-hmm. Um... Angina then, like, they cut away to her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, someone's going home. Yeah, this was the next day. Yeah, and I put, I want it to be you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so the next day, it's elimination day. Everyone is scared for their lives. They only have about an hour to finish their garments and get in drag. Yeah. is starting from scratch on her dress. (laughs) Yeah, Rebecca's starting over. I put good luck. Yeah. This is when I made Jade my second pick. I don't know what happened, but I made Jade my second pick. Was Rebecca your original second pick? (laughs) I didn't originally have a second pick. Okay. And I was like, you know what? Jade. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Nina talks about how it's hard to do her makeup in an hour when she usually takes two to three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you saw her opening makeup, like, no wonder it takes her two to three hours. Like, she paints. She does. Like, she fucking paints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we go to the main stage. Which, okay. the main stage yeah. doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, Ruth says, this was filmed in my garage, and I put, we can tell. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have a Hello Dolly staircase for Rue anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rue looks great in that dress. And the hair. Yeah. Like, Rue looks amazing. That uh, hair and makeup was done by Matthew Anderson, who is uh, who is also a famous 90s club kid, who also uh, did makeup for a lot of like music videos, like Beyonce, Desi's Child, uh, Gwen Stefani, Missy Elliott, like... Matthew knows what he's doing. Okay. Yeah, they go through the judges, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Santina Rice, who is mm-hmm. a designer and a former Project Runway contestant. Uh, we have Merle Ginsburg, who's a fashion journalist for Vogue. Mm-hmm. Mike Ruiz, who took the photos. Yeah. And Bob Mackie. Yeah, but who the fuck is Bob Mackie? So, Frankie, you weren't paying attention to the Tony Awards because he just won a Tony Award for the Share Show. Uh, we didn't, oh, he did win one for the Cher show. He is most notable for making all of Cher's outfits. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're going to get to Bob later. I think he says something that I think is stupid <laughs> or weird. So we're going to get to Bob. Okay. Bob later. And then we get the looks. The runway looks. Their outfits. Nina comes out first. She looks... Um, well, how would you describe Nina first? And then I'll, I'll describe... Nina, androgynous, severe, very tartan, very, uh, I think she looks gorgeous. I love Nina's look. I put, uh, Nina looks like a peacock going golfing. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think, I think describes it accurately. You know. (laughs) And then next we have Akasha looking like a hooker. (laughs) I put Akasha's killing it. (laughs) And then I have so much. Oh, I put a cautious killing it, but no dollar store stuff. So you gotta gotta do that challenge. I didn't notice any dollar store stuff. You gotta do that challenge, Akasha. Come on. Yeah, but she's showing off her pearly whites for the judges. That was a nice smile. He does have a nice smile. And then Angina comes out. Uh, I put still hate Angina. That's all I have. Uh, This is an iconic look. It's hideous. It's mostly because of her runway walk. It looks like eggs. She is walking down that runway, voguing the house. Like, she is killing it on that runway. She can She, walk. she walks well at the beginning, and then she leaves, and she looks like... It looks like there's, like, a strong wind coming the other way, so she's, like, struggling to get through. <laughs> I mean, she was voguing, like... You watched the Goldbergs, right? Yeah. You know how, like, Barry Goldberg runs on that show? Yes. That's what it looked like. It looked like a slow-mo version of that. Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. You're you're correct. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm then, correct. That's why I said it. <laughs> and then Porkchop comes out. Uh, I put... Porkchop hates her outfit. I put I hate Porkchop's outfit. <laughs> Porkchop's outfit looks so bad. She looks like a fucking court gesture. She looks like a football player. <laughs> You're right. Although I did like the pail with like, was that grits in there? Like, I, 
like I thought it was sand <laughs> being a pig and stuff and eat like ah. Uh. I thought she was eating sand. <laughs> I was like, what's happening right now? And then BB is next. I put I just put BB did good. I don't remember BB's. She comes out in like a black dress with like a leopard uh like leopard mm, like, yeah. on the collar and she has like a leopard belt and then she reveals and it becomes like a leopard like napkin. <laughs> yeah, I said BB did good. Uh get ready because BB uh does a lot of leopard. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, next up is Chanel. And I put... Her ass again. Looking like a sexy fucking message from a nightingale drowsy chaperone. Yeah, all I put was Chanel was showing ass again, so... That was I, my reaction. My favorite thing about Chanel is her confidence. <laughs> Does she show ass in every outfit? What the fuck? Not every outfit. Okay. Yeah. Many outfits, but not every outfit. Uh, her confidence of, uh, I see the judges not giving a reaction because they don't want to give me a reaction because they think I'm so good. Yeah, and then Rue goes, no. And I'm like, mm, fair <laughs> enough. You are going to hate Chanel. I cannot wait for your opinion on her as the episodes go by. Okay. And then next is Jade. Giving, like, a tribal... Fun Jade fun. killed it. I really liked this look. Jade fucking slayed. And also, like, the turns that she did on the runway and Rue laughed. Like, Rue enjoyed her. Mm-hmm. And then next we have Rebecca Glasscock looking like, uh, like a female Paul Simon. <laughs> I put Rebecca Jacob. I hate it. Making a comeback. <laughs> I didn't like, I did not like the tinfoil. I like the tinfoil. <laughs> I, I think I it's thought, super ugly. But her... her I thought the tinfoil was the best use of dollar store shit. Her makeup is gorgeous. I thought... Because like, I thought the challenge was you're supposed to use the dollar store shit. And I couldn't tell where anyone else used the dollar store shit. Mm-hmm. And like I could tell Jade's... She just grabbed like one of the fucking like dollar store props. Uh-huh. Just as a prop. And I was like, you did good. But like that's not in the spirit of the challenge. Well, the spirit of the well, the challenge was to make it couture. I don't think Rebecca's was couture. What does couture mean? Something that you would see on a runway, like a, a fabulous runway. Let me tell you something. Okay. You see some dis- weird shit on some runways. So, if I'm being honest with you, Rebecca's it w- would be better than most shit that's on a runway. Rebecca's outfit I've seen on most girls at like our high school prom. And guess what? What? Promenade? Fucking runway. <laughs> gotcha. And then finally, we have Tammy Brown. IQ right here. <laughs> Fuck you. Finally, we have Tammy Brown. Yeah, and I put here, this is what I, I you were right. I put Tammy looks less creepy in that wig. Mm-hmm. I love Tammy's outfit. She looks super, super cute. Old yeah, fashion. not creepy. Yeah, she looks so good. And mm-hmm. she sewed that, all that, like all of that. Like, yeah. that's serious craftsmanship. Also, I like how she climbs the stairs at the end. <laughs> yeah. Tammy has so much cunt in her. Like, she is the definition of cunt. Like, I still don't like her because she's creepy. She has so much balls. So makes me afraid to look out the window. <laughs> but. <laughs> she reminds me, like, the way she does her makeup mm-hmm. when she first comes in. 
and like the lipstick and the forehead. She yeah. reminds me of like late era Michael Jackson, who gave me nightmares as a kid. So, like, terrifying. <laughs> I can't. I can't with absolute, you. Absolute, absolute PTSD right there. I can't. I can't with you. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. So, then we have the judges' critiques. Jade, Chanel, BB, and Tammy are all safe. I put good Jade safe. <laughs> so they all get to leave the stage. Uh-huh. Then Angina comes down. And they say Angina's charming. Mm-hmm. And I put, I hate Angina. You're not charming. Angina is very charming. She has so much confidence. That's not charm, that's confidence. I mean... Solid difference. Solid difference. And then we have Rebecca. Ian, Ian, before we move on to this, <laughs> there is nothing in the world that's going to like turn me to like Angina. Okay. Angina, Angina could show up in the final episode of this season, rescue a puppy, and cure cancer, and I would be like, yeah, but I hate you. What if Angina wins? I will be thoroughly upset. <laughs> I will be very angry if this five-year-old boy wins. Angina actually uh, inspired RuPaul's uh, song, Lady Boy. Okay. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it, Rebecca's showing belly button, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is it then. This is it. Oh, is it when Bob Mackie talks about the Bob Mackie makes some weird ass belly button adorable belly button. <laughs> what the fuck is your fetish, Bob Mackie? Well, I mean, your fucking weird belly button fetish. Get off my TV screen. Yeah. The judges are not a fan of her dress, but they love her beauty and Yeah. I, I thought the dress was fine. Mhm. Only oh, and- they 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 seem to really like Angina's outfit. Yeah. Okay. Can I can I reveal the next thing about Victoria? Oh, they talk about Victoria next. Yeah, they talk about Victoria next. Oh, I don't have anything about Victoria then. Go on. Uh, well, she says the nail in the coffin that she never made an outfit before. Which oh, this is pork chop. Yeah, she says I never made an outfit. Yeah, all right. Yeah, pork chop never made an outfit, and that's the nail in a coffin. Like, yeah. do not say that. Um. Okay. Then we move on to Akasha. Mm-hmm. And like giving a hand, twenty dollar hand. They job. call her. They just call Akasha a whore. Like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Calm down. She does look like a whore. She literally looks like she could be on the street hooking. Hey, hey, hey! I'm not. not I'm not against it. If yeah, hey. you're saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> How dare you? Well, How dare okay. you, Bob Mackie? Sex work in 2008 was very different to sex work in 2019, Frankie. I know it is, but I don't need Bob Mackie up in here saying people are whores and then talking about his weird belly button fetish. Okay, but he didn't say that Akasha looks that like a hooker. Giving I know he didn't. That was Mike Ruiz. Santino. Oh, whatever. Whatever, Santino, Fantino. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Santino, your ass on out of here. Well, luckily, he does. He's only on Drag Grace as a judge until season six. Oh, wow. He takes a long-ass time to Santino his ass on out. <laughs> so we got six seasons of Santino, Frankie. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, then, uh, okay. Wait, but my favorite thing was Akasha saying, pork chop looks like a football field. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking does. Um, and then finally we have Nina, and they love Nina. They do love Nina. Which, you cannot, like, she looks gorgeous. I already said what she looks like. I know. But she looks so beautiful. Like, it's so twisted and... She did good, but I still am adamant that she looks like a golfing peacock. Okay. Well, the golfing peacock wins the challenge. Mm, we ain't there yet, baby. Oh, we ain't there yet? Mm-mm. I got comments, baby. Oh, did you have more comments on the other deliberations? Yeah, so they leave, right? Yeah, I didn't make um, any comments on this. <laughs> they deliberate again. I got shit to say. Okay. They s- oh, f- one, five judges, too many judges. <laughs> Three at max. That's usually because they have they usually have two guest judges. Santino and Merle will always be judges, but they will have two guest judges usually. Five is too many. Okay, well you're gonna be upset. Five's way too many, <laughs> especially when Rue goes. Actually, none of you matter. I make the final decision. I'm like, well, what's the fucking point then? It's it's have just, one you know, judge. different opinions. Rue don't care about their opinions. She does. She says, but she does. Alright, then they, they keep going on about how they love Angina. I'm like, how would you love Angina? You're dumb. Well, there's something, I guess there's something that they didn't show. Because they're on that stage getting critiques for, like, up to two hours. So they're, like, going back and forth talking to the girls and... Maybe. There must have been something they didn't show because, God, that was horrible. She looked like fucking scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That was what her dress looked like. And everyone's like, oh, your dress is so nice. I'm like, y'all look at the same thing? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, it's a different silhouette than what you're used to, you know? I don't care about the silhouette. I know you don't. Why are you wearing scrambled eggs? <laughs> <laughs> They're loofahs, Frankie. Loofahs. Why, why is she wearing loofahs? Because that was the challenge. Yeah, it didn't make it. She didn't work it, though. She didn't work well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you anything else on challenge, do? but she didn't do it well. Do you have anything else on deliberations, Frankie? I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't under. I hate on China. I want to make that known. If the if the viewers learn one <laughs> if thing, if you're listening, <laughs> if the viewers learn one thing from this episode, I hate on China. Listen, on China is rumored to be on All Stars Five, so <laughs> she better step her fucking game up. She she definitely has. I will send you a picture of what she looks like now. I don't want that. I don't want that in my life. I don't want that kind of negativity in my life. It's not negativity. She looks amazing.
What the fuck was happening? I couldn't tell what was going on. Literally, this is the only episode where the filming's like that. I thought it was an action movie. I thought bullets were going to start flying. <laughs> the way they were filming this. Literally, this is the only episode where it's filmed like that. Every Second. other episode is better. Okay, good. Second. Pork chops not even lip syncing. No. They're just dancing. Pork chop lip syncing. Dancing. She's stumbling. She almost well, falls. Well, she does almost fall, but at first she's dancing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a lip sync challenge. You have to dance and lip sync. Pork chop might not know the words. Uh, just say watermelon then. <laughs> Looks like you're doing it. I learned that trick. Yeah. It's a choir trick for you. It is a choir trick. Then I put... Akasha does okay, I guess. Comparatively speaking, she's better. Well, Akasha could have just stood there and said the words. She's done a fucking spoken word poem. And been better. Uh, I put Lulu. I don't know why I put Lulu. <laughs> Who the fuck is Lulu? I put... <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, I put, I put, I put, I know what it is. It's not Lulu. It says pork chop just looks, looks generally lost. <laughs> like, just like looks lost on the stage. Where did you get fucking Lulu? My K looks like an L and then like the, like the first part of the K and then the second part of the K, like the little triangle part isn't connected, but it's Poor connected Lulu to the, chop. it's connected to the S. Uh, so, looks lost. Almost fell like five times. Oh my god, yeah. And then the other girls are commenting on that. Yeah, they're commenting on it. But at the end of the lip sync, this bitch has the audacity to wave Akasha away, <laughs> acting like she won. Like she won. I'm like, I wrote, "You're big dumb." If you thought you did good. <laughs> that's that's a power move but power move. but you did not do good <laughs> you did the opposite of good you did bad well after the lip sync Rue says Akasha can Shantae she stays so she is safe I love Shantae by the way good video game mm-hmm. and Porkchop must sashay away. Porkchop is the first queen to ever be eliminated on RuPaul's Drag Race history. And because of that, at every uh, live grand finale since season four, Ru always gives like a special shout out to Porkchop. Because she wants to give her a little bit of love. That's good. But also, Porkchop, <laughs> if you're listening, yeah, check this out. Put that on all your posters, baby. What? First ever eliminated. Oh, she does. RuPaul's... Okay, she does? Good. Oh, yeah. Marketing. Marketing, babies. Girl, Porkchop is... Porkchop is famous. Like, she's... She's gold. She's good. I figured. But, like, marketing. Got that history. And we have not seen the last of Porkchop, Frankie. (laughs) Wish we could see the last of Angina. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hate to tell you this, but she's going to episode two. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And with that being said, RuPaul ends the episode with saying... I was hoping... You said well, episode two is the reason it doesn't air, right? Yeah. Like, man, it would have it didn't air because it ended with, like, the murder of Angina. Mm. Do you want to know why it doesn't air? No. Tell me next week. Okay. 
keep me in suspense, but like yeah, keep me in suspense. But you like were, you're not gonna get it, and when I tell you it, you're gonna be like, that's it. But like fucking happy news, babies, if that was the reason why. <laughs> like the rest of the queens rebel against her and just like <laughs> murder. And it's actually very well liked in the community. Why? Drag race community. She's you'll not see. good. We'll see. You'll see. She better fucking save a puppy. <laughs> you'll see, Frankie. You'll see. Alright. But Rue ends the episode with her great saying, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. Well, I wasn't going to give it to you. I yawned instead. Well, you're an asshole. <laughs> I, well, I just happened to yawn. Yeah. But you're my asshole. Wait, that sounded wrong. Yeah, it did. Don't say that again. Okay. And that was episode one, Frankie. It was. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? <laughs> um, you know, uh, let's go Akasha and Jade. <laughs> um, Angina, you're, you're, you just continue to disappoint. Every time you show up on screen, disappointed. Um... <laughs> I, I think that's that's the main like like the main point that I want to get in is that Angina from like the interview to drag mm-hmm. you know they have those little interviews when they're not in drag and then in drag looks like what they what she, what she did was just like take like a bow any bow randomly lying around or any like protruding object and like staple it to her head mm-hmm. you know I'm a drag queen now and I'm like that's not how it works and then. I want to see Angina in a fucking lip sync. See if she's got anything going. I don't think so. <laughs> um, I just want to express how much I don't like Angina. Uh, once again. <laughs> uh, and how much she irritates me. Wow. Quite frankly. Wow, you, I, I've never hear you have a deep passion to hate for anybody like this. I thought that, wow. like, it might also just be that, like, the way they introduce the queens, mm-hmm. they introduce Nina, who I don't like, but, like, puts in, like, so much effort, and then they introduce Rebecca, who looks, like, completely different, mm-hmm. putting in a lot of effort, and then they introduce Angina, and it's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Did you walk onto the wrong set? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, it's... They're trying to show all different types of drag. That's fine. I don't have, I have no problem with that. Put in some effort. What are you doing? <laughs> effort. I just want some effort. If you look at those pictures I showed you, she definitely does put in effort. There's more effort in those pictures. I'm going to throw those pictures up when we oh, edit. Just, when mm-hmm. I edit. Yeah, look at them. That's more effort, but I'm, I'm still like... I still don't like Arjana. Game. She's upped her outfit game. Yeah, I still don't like Angina, though. It ain't <laughs> happening. It, this ain't it, sis. <laughs> this ain't it, sis? No. She this ain't it, sis. <laughs> uh, other than your hatred for Angina, what did you think of the first episode as a whole? Look. <laughs> um, I'm looking. I want... See you. I want clearly defined challenges. Okay. I want Rue to stop the commentary. Okay. I know it's not going to happen. At least for this season. season. But, like, God, stop. Yeah. Um, I want... 
I want better film quality. Like, not even camera. <laughs> Stop cutting. This isn't Bohemian Rhapsody, all right? We're going to win an Oscar for best editing. Uh, that does get better in episode two. Good. Uh, the filter does not go away until season two. Well, I, the filter I didn't even notice, so it didn't bother me. Uh, what else did you have a problem with? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, there, there'll definitely be more clearly defined challenges. Good. Even though you really like this challenge. I did, I just wanted to find. Yeah. What are you looking for? Yeah. I think it'll be definitely more defined. I want people to stop skirting the challenge. I think you'll like episode two a lot. Compete within the spirit of the challenge, alright? I don't want the shit. Well, then you were definitely going to like episode two. I want a murder on episode two. You want a murder? I want a fucking murder. You might witness one. Good. At least in the lip sync. It's going to be me killing on Jaina. <laughs> Going back in time. You know? You know? I don't think that's going to happen. It's not. But I just want to stress again how much Anjana bothered me. <laughs> so, you, we did an MVP for the wrestling. We did do an MVP. And I think we should do MVP for Drag Race. Alright. Well, my MVP for the week... Uh, my MVP, without a doubt, Jade. Why? I thought Jade had the best fucking outfit. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. Not Jade. It's Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca got mm-hmm. told you're bad, and you're not. You're not good at this. Mm-hmm. By RuPaul. Really mean. Don't be that mean, RuPaul. Come on. <laughs> Calm it down. <laughs> but got told you're bad. And then was like, well, fuck it. Completely scrapped their project and made a fucking comeback. I don't care what anyone says. That was a good fucking outfit. Mm-hmm. Get on my goddamn level. <laughs> um, MVP Rebecca. Rebecca Glasscock. Yeah. Alright, my MVP is Nina Flowers. I, uh, fucking of course it is. <laughs> Nina, from the moment she stepped into that workroom, looked, has looked amazing. Mm-hmm. She's giving it. She's, she, watch out for Nina. Watch out. All right. Yeah, yeah I guess so. So, um, I, I do want to say this now. Okay. Uh, I've been thinking about the MVP thing. Okay. And we're going to continue it, obviously. Okay. But for each show, I want to do something a little special with this MVP award. Okay. So uh, for the wrestling show, I just want to say this like right now. Uh, right. We have it divided. like The way we have it, we're looking at it monthly mm-hmm. in our thing. So for each month, we're going to have an MVP of the month. Okay. And that's just going to be based off of who got the most votes throughout that month, just, okay. like, through the episodes. Okay. And then with uh, Rue, RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be an MVP of the season, because you can't really divide it into months. Okay. But, um, and that's just going to be calculated the same way. Okay. Whoever has the most votes through the season. Guess who's not ever going to, guess who's not going to be MVP of the season? On Jaina? Oh, yeah. We'll put that out there, right? Well, pork chop because pork chop ain't showing up. But uh, 
I'm uh, going to disagree with you on that. Pork chop has a chance. Are you telling me pork chop's going to come back? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. And I should probably let the viewers know. I have seen season one. Yeah. So I know every season, right? Yeah. Okay. Season three, I've seen half of it. Okay. So the end of season three is going to be uh, (laughs) uh, something great for both of us. (laughs) Oh, all right then. But, um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I've seen every episode, so I know what's going to happen, so just, mm-hmm. I, I I just find, when you hear me laughing at Frankie, it's because... I, I will tell you this. Yeah. I'm an, I'm a biased voter. Yeah, you are. And I will never give Angina my vote. I'm definitely, I, I'm going to tell you now, Angina is getting my vote for at least two episodes. Listen here. I will rig this fucking vote. <laughs> I will look at it at the end of the season and go. If Rebecca Sasscock wins this fucking MVP, I'm going to murder you. I hope you know this. Hashtag anyone but Andrina. <laughs> if Rebecca Glasscock wins this MVP by the for the end of the season. I will give this MVP to fucking Bob Mackey and his weird <laughs> belly button fetish. <laughs> Over Angina. <laughs> Angina will have to pry this MVP award from my cold, dead hands. Angina, you're an MVP in my heart. <laughs> you're an enemy of the state in my heart. <laughs> Not an enemy of the state. <laughs> wow. Coming at you hard. <laughs> Alright, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. I, you know, I was trying to, and then you uh, proclaimed Angina an enemy of the state, and I just okay. I, I, I couldn't let this slide. I this had to late, you know. This is a late-night recording for us. <laughs> we started late, and so late-night Frankie after I work. I also, I usually don't record after I work, but I've worked a shift, so. Yeah. All right. You're um, a dude. <laughs> so join us next week, where we will go back to wrestling. Yeah, we're going to flip-flop. Yeah, we're going to just alternate each week with these episodes. And then, and then have a random. <laughs> yeah, maybe there'll be a Bono episode with, like... A what? A Bono episode. Bonus? Bonus episode? Bono? A, 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 bo- a Bono? Yeah, a Bono episode. <laughs> we're um, going to have Bono on the show. Yeah, the wrestling ones. I don't know what that would be, but, like, maybe for a Bono episode for this, we could look at, like, some of the other, like, like the Switch or whatever it's called. Oh, God. Like, other country stuff and Rather. see how they compare. It's Thailand. What'd you say? I'd rather do Drag Race Thailand if we do that. I need subtitles for that, baby. Oh, um, honey, honey, YouTube got it all for you. Okay, I, um, I got you. Um, but uh, before we close out, <laughs> I keep remembering we haven't done this. We haven't done this in a bit, so we're rusty. Oh, what are we rusty on? We would like you to like, comment, and subscribe <laughs> to the channel. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. All of the links are down below. And if you'd like to send us an email with some questions, maybe. Maybe we'll have a question and answer segment. But you want to send us an email with some questions, the email will also be down below. And if you have finally, any questions on why Frankie hates on China, put them down below. I'll fucking answer them. <laughs> but I answer them this whole episode. 
the worst. Um, if you also want to send someone giant hate mail my way, I'd love it. I'd love to read it out loud. Uh, but finally, the most important thing you can do beyond liking, commenting, subscribing, and following us on all our social medias, share this video, share this channel, yeah, share this with your friends. There is um, another podcast. Because you got your idea from a podcast. Mm-hmm. My, so this actually also came from an idea from a podcast I listened to called Race Chaser. Yeah. And it's actually hosted by two queens who were on Drag Race. And do they review episodes? Damn right they do. Do they have a bitter hatred for Angina? They do not. Not a good show then. <laughs> Bad show. Zero out of ten. <laughs> on that show. <laughs> for me anyway. Yeah. Because you, you gotta have a ha- deep hatred for Angina if you're gonna be reviewing these shows properly. Well, listen. Listen, I'm gonna promise you this. I'm gonna make you a promise. Okay. There's gonna be one queen every season. I'm gonna find a reason just to hate. I'm just gonna bag on them the entire season. I I can I already know who you're probably gonna bag on for season two. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Season three, I'm not sure. All of them. Probably. One season, I'm just going to pick all of them and hate them all. <laughs> but. All right, you guys. Uh, signing off, then. Uh, this has been Frankie. And this has been Ian. We hope you enjoyed us, our ramblings of Frankie's hatred of Unjack. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> bye, you guys.